everyone, and welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And I'm going to jump right ahead to what are you drinking, because Emma, tonight I'm your wine mom. What? I'm your wine mom. You, oh, you're drinking you're, wine? You remember that that old like meme, and it's like, which one are you, wine mom or vodka aunt? Was that not a thing? What? <laughs> wine mom or vodka aunt? <laughs> I've never heard the vodka ant thing, but... Oh, that's a thing. Well, I can see it happening. Wine uh, I almost got a bottle of wine today, but I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn it, we could have matched. That would have been weird. I know. Just further proof that we're the exact same. <laughs> I know, right? It's like a conspiracy <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Pretty soon yeah. we'll have, like, this weird subset of people that are just like... Oh, all of the Illuminati proof that Emma and Danica are the same person. Yeah, this podcast is only done by one person, not two. Yeah, it's hap- It's going to happen one day. I'm putting money on Definitely. it. Definitely. Well, yeah. Uh, what kind of wine are you drinking? Just like some cheap-ass Chardonnay. Nice. Yeah, that is hitting the spot. The one kind of wine I do not like. Really? Yeah. Like, I will actively avoid Chardonnay, unless it's the only free option available, and then I'll probably just drink it anyway. Yeah, if it's free, then, you know, whatever. I'll drink mm-hmm. anything if it's free. What kind of wine do you like, then? Um, For whites, I pretty much like any other white. It really depends. Like, Riesling, obviously, is sweeter, so you have to be in the mood for that. Yeah, um, I don't I really think- do Riesling. I think my go-to for white is just like a Pinot Grigio. Yeah, I'll do that as well. Yeah. Um, I got really into Rieslings when I first started dating Travis, actually, because he was taking like this sommelier course at VIU. Oh, fun. And um, he learned a lot about different kind of wines. And then he would um, bring me bottles or whatever and be like, oh, we tried this wine in class and it was really good and I thought you'd like it. That's so fun. Uh, And then he also introduced me to my most hated bottle of wine. And if he can hear me right now, he's probably laughing. It's a Kim Crawford. I think it's a Sauvignon Blanc, but I swear to God, all it tastes like is green peppers. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's not good. He loves it. I want to try it now. If I I see it... um, when we see each other next, I'll get it, and then you can try it. And Travis will drink it with you because he fucking loves it. Awesome. I hate it so much. Can that be my Christmas present? Absolutely. Slash birthday present? Done. Okay, great. Yay! I'm so excited now because I, I like green pe- <laughs> So, okay, here's a weird thing about green peppers and me. When I was a kid, I loved them, and I ate them like apple slices, apparently. They were just like a fun snack for me. And then I went through a period of hating them. And then uh, once I become once I became vegetarian, I like kind of had to start reintroducing other vegetables into my diet because I didn't eat a lot. And now I love green peppers again. So green peppers are great is basically what I'm trying to say. I agree. I like green peppers. I just don't want my wine that's supposed to be made out of grapes taste like green peppers. That's that's pretty fair. <laughs> I'm going to fault you for that. Thank you. Uh, but Emma, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, 
my old faithful brewery, Fernie Brewing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but a new kind. I think I got their Winter Craft Mingler. I think that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. And I'm drinking the Project 9 Pills. It's a Pilsner. Not Pilsner, just Pills. Pills. Yeah. Pills. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually bought a different bottle of beer for this show. A big boy bo- bottle. And um, it's like a Blackberry Porter. One of my most favorite dark beers to drink uh was at the beer store couldn't really make a decision usually i pick something from the cooler but nothing in the cooler was really like calling out to me tonight so mm-hmm. i got this bottle off of the shelf and i was like it was like five and we record at seven and i was like okay that's cool i'll just like stick it in the freezer and it'll be ready to go right in a cup you know it'll be fine by then so <laughs> i thought our freezer was pretty shitty so i was like i'm just gonna leave it in there for like the hour and a half or whatever oh my god and then i go to open it up and <laughs> it's so frozen inside and it's carbonated so it's literally like <laughs> pooping out um frozen <laughs> beer foam out you of the top beer slushy I I did eat a little bit of it. It was pretty tasty, but nice. I was also just really sad. Yeah, so. no, that's not that's not really what you want. Yeah, and it was yeah, it's just pooping out beer foam turds um oh, at the top. So I was laughing at that and then I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna drink this other beer on the podcast and now it's in my fridge, uh defrosting. Just chilling out. And be nice and chilly for uh for when I'm done here, but I think I've probably lost like a quarter of the bottle just from from that much of it like exploding. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. You got to be careful yeah. with freezing beers. I mean, that's pretty par for like how today's been. So you know, <laughs> just go with the flow. <laughs> well, hey, it's good to know that your freezer is like not as shitty as you thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's one in the win column. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, but before we get into today's into today's topic, I just wanted to do a callback to our previous episode beginning ramblings about Pokemon. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, our copy of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee arrived today, literally not that much before we had to um, sit down to record. So I was playing. I got to play for like an hour. Before nice. I had to be like, okay, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go re- record the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so far, I think I like it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of bored. Oh, Because no. there's not battling. You just encounter Pokemon, and you catch them like in Pokemon Go. You just throw balls at them. You don't have to battle them to weaken them first. So it's pretty, like, mindless so far which I'm not enjoying, and mostly I find that I don't have, like, an emotional connection to anyone on my team, except for Eevee, because Eevee's, like, your partner Pokemon, she rides around on your head, you can dress her up, it's all these great things to interact with her, but literally every other Pokemon on on my team doesn't matter, because I've done (laughs) two battles in the first hour of playing, instead of, like, 50, and yeah. I just don't care. Oh, no. So that's my very, very early first impression of Pokemon Let's Go. 
<laughs> I'm gonna, and then I can tell you more about it next week. Yeah, second impressions of Pokemon Go next week, next episode. Tune in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of second impressions, though, I had my second acupuncture appointment. <gasps> How did it go? It went really well. Um, I actually ended up having like a nap while she left me on the table with all those little needles stuck in me. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel good. I don't know if I feel um, good just from that yet. I have another appointment booked for like two weeks from now that I'm going to go to and then um, the people that I've been talking to, they say it takes like a few appointments to get like the full, quote unquote, full benefits from it. So sure, yeah, we'll see what happens. She did put um, a needle uh, like in this part of my neck because I get really bad like knots from stress and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a really weird sensation because it was like, I don't know if she just hit a nerve or or if it was one of those like points whatever Mm -hmm. those are called meridian points or whatever um and i felt this like where you do the vulcan nerve pinch kind of i felt like this inward like shiver all the way down from like my neck to my toes it like traveled down my whole body but like i didn't move it was uh-huh. just like inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> she, there was a ghost inside you, and she pissed yeah. it off. Yeah. So that was really interesting, an interesting sensation. Um, oh, I just like yeah. got I got shivers from you just talking about it. <laughs> I'm all like, Ugh. yeah. Oh, so, so I'm wild. I'm kind of excited. Um, to go in a couple of weeks my dad was telling me about like when he went and on his third time he just like felt this huge release of like energy and just like tension and stuff like that so i'm hoping that that's what i feel because i do feel very tense all of the time so yeah we'll see what happens but already like compared to the first time when you were like you were only sitting with the needles in there for like a few minutes and you started to kind of freak out like if you were able to take a nap this time, that's already huge. Yeah. I took – I think it was only, like, maybe 10 minutes. I think it might have been less than that. But, um, yeah, I woke up, and I had been doing this weird napping thing that I do sometimes when I know I'm not supposed to fall asleep, but I'm, like, so tired, and it's just, like, it was dark in the room and warm and <laughs> and very relaxing. And um, so I was, like – asleep but there was still part of my consciousness that was like aware of my surroundings yeah and it really like fucks me up when that happens because then i'll wake up and normally for like a minute i'm like where am i what's going on Mm -hmm. what year is it (laughs) what day is it (laughs) uh yeah but i felt very rested afterwards so that was that was great that was great man i'm really jealous yeah, it was good. I guess I should get on this train. Do it. Get on this needle train. Would recommend. Awesome. Would do it again. You're gonna. You already yeah. booked the appointment. Yeah, it's happening. Sick. Should Sick, we talk bro. about what we did this week? <clears throat> yeah. Let's 
get into it. We played Risk. <laughs> we took a risk this week and we played Risk. That was like the cutest little introduction to like the most frustrating game. <laughs> <laughs> we played Risk. We played Risk. <laughs> Guess what, guys? We played Risk. Yeah. No, it should be more like we played Risk. Yeah. I mean, we risked it all. We'll put our hearts and minds and souls on the line. Sanity. Insanity to play this goddamn game. Uh, But we can get into those emotions a little bit more later, I guess. Um, Yeah, so Risk is a board game that I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, are aware of. This is going to be a pretty boring, uh, I guess, history. Uh, So we'll do it pretty fast. Uh, It's a board game where you control armies and you are trying to fucking take over the world, more or less. It was originally released in 1957 in France. It was invented by a film director named Albert Lamoris, which is probably pronounced Albert Lamoris. <laughs> it was initially called La Conquête du Monde, which is the conquest of the world. And then it was bought by Parker Brothers two years later and was then released as Risk and was the game that we know today. And over those years, they've released many, 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 many different versions. Uh, But the majority of that has kind of happened within the last 20, 30 years or so. Before then, it was pretty much just the original form. But now there's like fucking 40 different versions of it probably and yeah so you can play it uh from two to six players and you control armies and you have a map sometimes it's of the entire world sometimes it's of like a section of the world because they have different versions of it obviously and you are battling your troops against other players' troops, and you can overtake their territories, and the idea is to take over the entire board. However, there is a version where you have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Missions. If you have a mission (laughs) and you accomplish your mission, um, then that can make a shorter version of the game. And I like that version more. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. There's Uh, so many. And there's so many versions. Yeah. I didn't realize how many versions of Risk there are until, like, I started looking into it more for this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wanted to buy Game of Thrones Risk, but it was much more expensive. So I didn't – but I also saw that they have Metal Gear Solid Risk, which I didn't even know existed. And now I wish I had because I would have 100% laid down the amount of money to get that thing. Right? I also had never heard about that. I'm looking at the list of them right now. There's so many on here that are like wild. There's also one on here that is Risk Junior Narnia. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Players can either play as the forces of Aslan or the forces of the White Witch. 
And it's based on The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Probably mm-hmm. from when the film came out um, and not the novels. But, you know, there's also a Transformers edition. Uh, what else have we got? Starcraft. Doctor Who version. Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, something that's interesting is uh, Risk Legacy. Oh, yeah, my friend was telling me about that game. Yeah. So the legacy versions of games, there's many different games that you can get legacy versions of. They are like these hardcore versions of the game where the choices that you make are permanent. And I know about these from Keegan because he has a group that he plays the legacy games with regularly. And they've done Risk already. What other legacy games are there? There's so many. For example, they're playing um, Pandemic right now, mm. uh, which is actually volume two, because there was already a Pandemic Legacy number one that they did, and so this is the second one. That's um, cool. They did They did Risk. What else have they done? They've done three or four at this point, and I can't remember the others, but I don't know. Google it. Um, <laughs> I I have. I just did. They did... Oh, great. I was telling our uh, listeners, but I mean, you can too. Thank you. Well, I wanted to know. <laughs> what else oh, is listed Oh, they did um, this board game that I'm super interested in playing uh, called Gloomhaven. Have you heard of it? No, I don't think I know that. I know it, Gloom, the card game. Yeah. No, this, um, first what intrigued me is that the game itself costs like $200 to Good buy. Oh, God. And it comes... In a box, and the box weighs like 40 pounds or something like that. Maybe not that much. Maybe 20 pounds. It's heavy is what I'm getting at for a board game. It's real heavy. (laughs) And um, yeah, she thick. And uh, when I did look into getting it, because Travis and I, like, we love our board games. Like, it was sold out. You couldn't get it anywhere. I don't know if this is the same game but i do know that there is like a 200 board game that keegan was telling me about that he wanted to buy like a year ago maybe more than that now and i don't think it was gloomhaven but it was like i don't know it looked really cool again it was like limited edition they were only making 100 copies or something like that I don't think it was that one, but it was, I was just like, why is this so expensive? Everything was like this, very high quality, but I don't know. Yeah, this game started like via Kickstarter last year, 2017. All right, maybe and this then, is the same game then. And then now it's just doing like its mass copies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But our local board game shop in town has a copy now. So I might see if I can get some friends together and you go pay like, five bucks and then you can play it so yeah. I don't have to spend two hundred dollars on a game that I might not like yeah right that's a huge investment <laughs> like you, it better be a good game and there better be some replay value and that's one mm-hmm. thing that I don't really like about the legacy games is they're rather expensive and for most of them actually I think for all of them you only play them once yeah because of the permanent changes it's like that's all you get um however Keegan and his friends have been really enjoying them, so. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. They're interesting, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, for Risk Legacy, they uh, were able to, like, name their territories, and you had to, like, physically write on the board game. 
Oh, dang. And there are cards that you like rip up after you use them and stuff like oh that. My God. So it's literally like one time only. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. So anyway, the version that we're familiar with is not nearly <laughs> that intense. No. Still pretty intense though. Yeah. Should we get into first impressions? Absolutely. All right. What have you got? So the first time I played this game, I'm going to say it was like 10 or 11, maybe 12 years ago. Okay. And I played it. I'm pretty sure I played it at Hannah's house. Oh, okay. And our friend Craig was there. Okay. And then our old friend from high school, Zach, was there. Right. Not Zach and Ashley, the other Zach. Right. And um, Hannah was there. Obviously, it was her house. And then maybe like a couple That'd of other weird people. <laughs> if Hannah wasn't there. <laughs> um, and we like busted up this game. I'd never played it before, but I've always loved board games. And, you know, the more like intricate it seems, like the more I'm into it, mm-hmm. I like want to learn how to play. And um, I fucking got knocked out, like, right away in this goddamn game. And I was so infuriated because, like, I didn't know how to play. Nobody was helping me that I can remember. Had they all played before? um, Well, like, Zach and Craig definitely had. Sure. Um, I think. Craig, if you're listening and you remember more about this time, then please let me know because as we've all heard in previous episodes – all of my high school memories are, like, real shoddy. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> I have a terrible memory. Why do we do yeah. this show? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got knocked out super quickly, and I just got this, like, bad taste in my mouth from that point on, and I did not want to play this game. I was like, it's too ruthless. I didn't enjoy that, like, once you're out, you're out. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, getting back into it, and you just have to wait for everyone else to finish playing. Yeah. And that's, like, boring if you like playing games and you're with your friends. Like, you want to keep playing. Yeah. So, yeah, I literally, like, this time playing Risk a couple of weekends ago was my second time. <laughs> wow. Legit. You really haven't played since then? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know why I'm so surprised because my story is more or less the same. <laughs> <laughs> so my my first impression, I I don't remember, like we were in high school, but I don't remember how old we were. Maybe like 14 or 15. Um, Pretty similar story, but we were playing at our friend Ashley's house. Um, The Ashley that is with the other Zach now. And there were, Hannah was also there, as was our friend Marnie, and some other people. And I remember uh, some of them had played before, presumably Hannah, (laughs) if she had also played with you. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Hannah's definitely played this at least twice. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe Ashley. I don't know if it was her game or if we were just playing at her house. Um, But there, I don't know. I remember... I remember alliances being very important. Yeah. I remember, I think it was Marnie's first time playing as well. And so she and I teamed up. And then we also, 
eventually formed an alliance with Ashley. Mm -hmm. And then, or maybe it was like me and Ashley had an alliance and then me and Marnie had an alliance. And then it was because, so because, um, I don't know why this is what stuck in my memory, probably because it's so (laughs) stupid. So because Ashley and I both have Ukrainian heritage, we called ourselves Team Pierogi. (laughs) and then because both marnie and me have a love of like ranch dressing yeah like we're basically american we love ranch so much Uh uh-huh we called ourselves team ranch (laughs) and then and then marnie and ashley made an alliance and so it was like all three of us together were like made this super alliance and so we were team pierogi ranch (laughs) and i don't remember how the game went i guess that i think the three of us were doing like fine we weren't even doing that well it's not like we were dominating the board or anything but because the three of us were being so silly about it yeah and because the other people that were playing were so competitive (laughs) they were like getting mad at us and yeah i am the sort of person where i'm either so serious and competitive that I'm no fun or I become extremely self-aware of the situation that it's like too serious and no fun so I stop Mm -hmm. caring completely yeah and there is a middle ground for me but it's only for certain games and risk (laughs) is not one of those no (laughs) so this was where I was like I was just like I don't know this game is too serious I don't really care about what's happening. I just want to have fun with my friends. So I was yeah. being very silly. And so people didn't like me because of that. Oh. And I don't... Oh, I don't care. I don't remember what happened in the game, but some of us did not talk for a week afterwards. What? Yeah. That's wild. It was so dramatic and people were getting so worked up about it. I have no idea who won. Definitely wasn't me. But people were so mad that it was like a full week of not talking which is like not as big of a deal nowadays i can go months without talking to people and meet up with them and it's like no time has passed but when you're in high school and you're seeing those people every single day and they're part of your friend group it's huge that is so much time and it was bad that is commitment yeah (laughs) emotions were very high and uh yeah, and then I haven't played since then <laughs> because I was just like, wow, that wasn't super bad for me, but it was definitely really bad for a lot of people. So I uh, just didn't play again. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember in high school, like Jasmine and I were super tight mm-hmm. and um, there was a period of time, maybe it was only like two or three days, but it might have been a full week where... We were we would talk to each other, but it was only like very like civilly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then at the end of the week, because we would hang out a lot outside of school, because we lived close to each other, right? We we're like, "What's going on?" And then it's like, "Why aren't you talking to me?" It's like, "I thought you were mad at me." It's like, "Well, I thought you were mad at me." Yeah, but nothing had happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's <was> so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I don't know. It's kind of weird because, like, in my in my workspace, like, I am also tight friends with, like, a lot of people that I work with. And sometimes, like, like, I'm very good at separating, like, 
work stuff from like outside of work stuff Mm -hmm. but I'm almost too good at it sometimes where it's like when I'm at work I'm at work and like don't talk to me about things that aren't about work Mm -hmm. um and then same for outside of work so I don't know I feel like sometimes when I'm outside of work people will be like a little bit weird around me because it's just like oh no it's like work Danica she's so like serious and doesn't want to have fun because I'm I'm kind of serious at work sometimes um Mm -hmm. but it's just like no when I'm at work I want to work and whatever happens at work that stays there and whatever happens outside of work that stays there and like let's not cross the streams you know (laughs) (laughs) stay in your own lane yeah exactly and that's just that's just me but it is a little bit weird as an adult where it's like that's what's happening yeah because I'm still seeing the same people every single day but yeah I don't know. It's different because when most of the time when you're seeing people at school, it's still for social reasons. Yes. Unless you have to do a group project or something, but. Oh, God. (laughs) Group projects are the worst. The worst. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, are you, did you, like, grow up playing board games? Were you guys, like, a board game family? Yes. Um... I remember, you know, playing the classics, you know, like Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have too many board games. We had the super old version of Clue that like the – I think we still have it. I might still have it. No, nice. I bought a new one because oh. um, the box was like falling apart. We'd lost the Miss Scarlet piece so like nobody could be here. <laughs> oh, she was my favorite. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just like super old, like definitely from – the 70s probably mm-hmm. and uh we had a couple of other games um but i remember like my mom bought me this game when i was i don't know 11 maybe that was made by like a local person and they went off to like produce it called cool. like not dungeons and dragons but something and dragons kings yeah. and dragons i think and um, I remember there was, like, a week where we had, like, a little tournament, and each night we would play. Wow. Which was very fun. Um, I still have that game, for sure. And then um, my dad and I – and I know, like, we also played this with my mom when we were all together. It would always be, like, our camping board game um, is basically, like, trouble, but um, – my grandpa had made it out of like a big piece of wood and he like carved out holes for marbles to go in and then you would play with cards instead of the popping dice thingy. Wow, that's so cool. And uh, we call it aggravation, but I've seen like other. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's a knockoff version of trouble that's called aggravation. Yeah, and um, and I've seen other versions like of this game where it's like trouble but with cards. Yeah. Um, and, And it's called something else, so. But this is, like, our homemade version. It's very special. And even now, like, um, whenever I'm with my dad and my stepmom and, like, Travis is there and we're, like, away somewhere, we're, like, we got to bring aggravation and we have to play it. Yeah. And, it's a um, staple. It, yeah, definitely. And so played a lot of that game growing up. Didn't really, like, branch out too much except, you know, we'd have games at school that you could play. I remember mm-hmm. playing Sorry. I really liked Sorry as a kid. Sorry's fun. Yeah. 
I still um, like that game. Yeah. I just love being like dicks to people. While yeah, but also being apologetic. Like it's very Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> you bop them on the head and you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really and then, sweet. yeah, as I've like gotten older, like I've really enjoyed branching out into the more like mature games, like the ones that are more complicated and um, – I know that, like, we've had fun together playing Betrayal at the House on the Hill. I love that game. Such a good fucking game. I love it so much. Travis that and I one's got... especially good because you can have a different experience every time you play it. Yeah. I I still don't think that I've done the same scenario twice. Um, but we also have an expansion, so there's, like, 100 different scenarios that we can get. Yes. Instead of the 50. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I think and Keegan's played it more than I have, and I think he's only gotten the same experience um, or the same scenario twice. Yeah, maybe just the two times he's had like the same the same one. But it's still it's still different based on your house layout. Layout. There's yeah. just like great replay value in that game, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it's so good. Um, mm-hmm. Travis and I have played it a lot. We played it in the States with um, one of our couple friends down there. And we got, like, them super into it. Like, they would come over just to play this game. Nice. <laughs> and um, we – so we've done the same scenario a couple of times. Um, but one of our friends, like uh, – because it's always different who, like, the traitor is, right? Yeah. And one of our friends, you know, we played the game probably, like – six times or seven times and so there's four of us playing and he was like i never get to be the traitor like it's always if he's the one that triggers it it's always like oh it's the, the person, person to his left or to the person his left. to his yeah. right yeah yeah and then um we ended up going to visit them in pennsylvania not this past summer but the summer before and mm-hmm. we brought the game with us and we played and i just remember he like finally got to be the traitor and it was such a big fucking deal he was so happy <laughs> it's like the best day of his life yeah. like yes i'm going to kill all of you <laughs> yeah so excited to kill his friends definitely that's very fun that's yeah. a great game it's a great game i think it's like my favorite game right now yeah me too. I think it's been my favorite game for a couple of years now. But yeah. It's still like top of my list. Like, yeah. Do we want to play a, go- a board game? Then it's probably Betrayal at House on the Hill. We also have a D&D version of that game. Really? Mm-hmm. Where That's it's like awesome. instead of the um, characters, you are different. Your characters that are like different races and classes from D&D. Oh. And you each have a ability based on what your race and class is and you get to use that is this like something you guys created or can you go buy it no you can buy it it's really like, it's an official game yeah it's um it's like betrayal at some famous D town hang on i have cool. to look it up now betrayal <laughs> at uh baldur's gate yeah betrayal at baldur's gate Oh, I think you're telling me about this before. That yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, it's just be- it's just cool because of the um, abilities that you have. Yeah. Whereas the regular characters, they just have their regular like strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. It's we cool. can play it next time you're in town. Yeah. Yeah. 
been a while since we played it. Mm-hmm. Um, at our place in the States, neither of our tables were very big, like our coffee table or our kitchen table were very big. So we ended up, <laughs> yeah. like, utilizing, like, every table in our house. <laughs> I still have that problem. <laughs> yeah. We just have, like, the long coffee table that yeah. we do everything at. And then we have a dining room table that we just don't – we don't use that much because we only have the two chairs for it. Yeah. Like, it could be a fine gaming table. We just don't have enough chairs, so – yeah, we should we should fix that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it time for second impressions? I think so. We're not even talking about risk anymore. I know. <laughs> wait, tell me, wait, before we get into that, like, what is your experience with board games? I love them. Yeah, we were also like a board game family when I was growing up. I'll do this really fast. Um, love board games, played a lot of board games growing up. I also remember Trouble and Sorry and... I remember we got Don't Wake Daddy, but I was really afraid of it. So we only played it <laughs> once or twice. And I was just like, I'm too scared. I can't play this game. And then um, when I was like an older kid slash preteen, we played a lot of card games. Oh, yeah. And we still Same. play a lot of card games in my family. Our favorite is Ramoli. I don't know if I've ever played that. It's Is that great. with the tiles? No, it's, um, well, it's basically poker, but then okay. you have another round. Um, it's two rounds per, like, game, I guess. Um, and you do a round of poker just based on the hand that you're dealt. And then you do another round where you just go through the deck, like, by um, suit and sequentially. And there, there's this, like, betting sheet that you like you you have to ante in every single time and if you have a paying card then you just get whatever money is in that pot and there's always a dummy hand so you're not going to get the paying card every single time so there are certain pots that will like stack up because there are some that are sequential so it's like you have to have the jack queen king of this suit to get the pot right so that'll yeah. stack up for a really long time and so if you get it it's a huge payout and yeah so you just do that so you just go around the table and each person is the dealer and you just pay in with you can do it with like actual money but i mean pennies aren't a thing here anymore so we would always play this at my grandma's house and she would just have like tubs and tubs and tubs of like pennies and like little plastic chips that we would play with mm -hmm. and we would just do it for fun and we would do that like for hours that sounds awesome it's a great game it's really fun. It's really easy. Like, I should just buy a Romoli board and then we can just start playing it because it's great. Nice. Yeah. And then I when I was games. a And then when I was a teenager, I got into board games again with you guys. I re specifically remember you and me and Marnie and Jamie mm -hmm. had a Monopoly game yeah. that went on for like three plus nights. Yeah. Because we refused to give up. Pirates of the Caribbean Monopoly. It was Pirates of the Caribbean Monopoly. <laughs> we made like punch cards. And like, IOUs. Yeah, IOUs. Like land here nine times gets your 10th visit free. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was a wild game. It was crazy because it was like we didn't want to stop playing. So we just made up excuses to keep going. Yeah. Oh, 
was, that was that was a really fun time. That was super fun. Anyway, I think it's time for our second impressions. Okay. Here they Risk. come. Do you hear that, Dave? Hear what, Kate? The sound of nature calling. Ah, uh, you're right. It's awful. If there was only a way to drown it out. What if I told you? You can. Just pop these earbuds in and tune in to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. You'll hear about great things such as conspiracies, murder, cryptids, and ghostly encounters. What about tangents? So many tangents. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same podcast you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podcast.com, and many social media networks? Hell yeah. With new episodes uploaded every Saturday? Exactly. Just look up Sasquatch Ate My Baby, click subscribe, and you'll never miss an episode. Bye, Bye friends. Risk, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay, so I played like a week and a half ago now. All right. Over the long weekend with a few of our friends. I played with Travis also. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all came over to my house and we like got pizza and we like set up for this really long game. Like they came over at like four. And wow. I don't know about you, but like I never go over to somebody's house at four. Like it's such a weird time. <laughs> Oh, dude, last year for my birthday party, I had people come over at like four o'clock because I wanted them out at like <laughs> nine or ten because I was like, I have to go to bed because like, I I don't, was it a Sunday? We might, I think we did Sunday and I was like, I have to work tomorrow, like come over early and also go home early because I want to go to bed. <laughs> That's so funny. But it was great. It was a great party. Uh, Yeah. So had them all over. My game of risk that I bought, I bought a new game. Because um, I just wanted it. Add it to the collection. All right. And um, Travis loves it. He, like, he loves this fucking game. So it's like, we have all these games that I like. We have games that we both enjoy. Let's have this game that I know that Travis is going to like. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my game it only has up to five players. Not six. Like it says on the page i think it depends on the version you get like sometimes it's two to five sometimes it's two to six anyways so five players um so it was me and travis and three of our friends and uh took a while to like figure out how to play like to remember how to play um there's a lot of so long because it had been so long that i'd only played one time and i like lost immediately (laughs) yeah (laughs) my only lot of experience there yeah, my only goal for this game, this go-around, was that I wouldn't be the first one out. Perfect. So we set up. It's going well. I'm, like, not really understanding exactly what I have to do. Like, I, I know that I have to, like, take over other people's territories. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, take over a whole continent, you get bonuses and, like, all this shit. I can figure mm-hmm. that out. But I'm, like, I don't know what the best strategy is. So I immediately um, just start putting a lot of my troops in like Europe and then I put a few in Asia mm-hmm. and then a couple in like Africa and um the whole time that we're like starting this Travis is just like bragging about how he's so good at this game and he okay. like beat our friends when he played it um in in Iowa and yeah he just like destroyed these guys who who like they were so sure they were gonna win because they were in the military, like the American <laughs> forces. Okay, 
and he just like destroyed them. But like, like I'm pretty quickly. sure they wouldn't have gotten the training at that level to like deploy troops, which is what Risk is. One of our friends, I think he was playing in that game. Um, I wasn't there when he said this, but <laughs> Travis told me that women aren't good at strategy games. Like this was his kind. Fuck off. I know. This was his like mentality. Like we we just like didn't understand how to strategize. So <laughs> of course I told some of my other like girlfriends down there who knew this guy. So like yeah. anytime we busted out one of these games where it required a little bit of strategy, we're like, oh my God, like I don't even know what to do. How do I play how, this game? I don't do understand. I, how do I, have I to use my brain? What? <laughs> it wasn't so Fuck much off, about like the, it wasn't like the using your brain part, but it was like specifically like planning to win. More than two turns ahead? Yeah. Yeah. I've played chess. So, I can do this. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck. I was like, that's enough. But I just couldn't help but think of him like the whole time I was playing this game. Because yeah. I wasn't the first one out this time. I yeah. beat my objective. You accomplished your goal. Yeah. Um, as soon as Travis started like bragging about that, our friend, uh, Caitlin, we thought mm-hmm. that she was going to go attack one of our other friends because they always seem to like have a vendetta against each other when they play games but okay. uh she like attacked him for a bit and then just fucking like annihilated travis because travis tried to take over australia which is a very like common strategy in risk because right, yeah. it is the only territory where there's only like one point of entry mm-hmm. so you can just like pile all your troops there and it's a, a great strategy, strategy yeah called turtling which i didn't know was a thing yes i also learned about this which like it makes sense and i've played other strategy games and it makes sense but i had never heard this term before yeah so turtling is basically when you just like you just pick a spot and you just put all your troops there and you just kind of wait and you make yourself a big threat in a very small area and then whenever you feel comfortable to you can unleash and just demolish everyone around you yeah but you're basically just a very small defensive force. Yeah. Yeah. So Travis mistakenly, like, spread his troops half, like, in Australia and then the other half were in South America. And you can't, like, reach Australia from South America. No. So he couldn't reinforce his Australian troops when she just started, like, annihilating him. Yeah. And there is, like, a very long battle between the two of them for Australia she won, and then he had, like, put so many of his eggs in the little Australian basket that his <laughs> South American basket was just, like, left open for yeah. wild animals to come and just... <laughs> I love this analogy. Eat him up. <laughs> so he was out, like, uh, within, I think, maybe an hour or something like that. Was he the first one out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sucks for you, Travis. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Uh, and then um, Caitlin and I, like, we had kind of, like, an unspoken truce for most of the game where, mm. like, she had taken over most of Asia and I would taken over Europe. So we were, like, touching borders. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess we figured that, like, the other our other two friends were bigger threats because they had played this before. So we just were focusing on them. And just conveniently not attacking each other. 
right. until it got down to like three of us playing, and then I had placed some troops like between her and our other friend that was left. Mm-hmm. So she had to like go through me to get to him, and I was right. like, "You broke it. <laughs> now it's over." <laughs> uh yeah and then she destroyed me oh no so i didn't win but Uh. i was like the last man standing and um you know how um in risk like when you take over a territory you get a risk card and then you can turn in sets of three to get more troops and they like the number of troops you get grows by like two at first and then by five Mm -hmm. and um we had Caitlin and I each had, like, I think two or three risk cards, but, like, we didn't have a set. And then our friend that was left, he had, like, four or five risk cards. And so it was, like, whoever took him out, you get their risk cards. So whoever took him out was going to get his risk cards and win. And she ended up taking a turn, and she got, like, 90 troops or something like that. So she just had, like, these, like, four tanks. Because they're, those are like 10 <laughs> troops each. And yeah. she was literally just like bulldozing her way around the world. Oh, my God. She took out our our friend and her boyfriend. Brutal. And just like decimated him. He took out one of her tanks. And then she started coming after me with like three of them. And I think I got her down to like one tank. And then I had a turn. And then it was just, it was game over. She got way too many troops. Like, I would not have been able to withstand. Ugh. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, but I mean, I think. Sounds like you had a really good run. Yeah, I I did. And I appreciate it. And um, I think if I were to play again, like, I kind of know what a better strategy would be. Because I didn't really have one. I was just, like, playing and doing moves that I thought would be, like, best suited to the circumstances at the time, not necessarily, like, moving in a way that's going to, like, complete a goal, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, because my lady brain can't handle it. (laughs) Apparently. Good lord. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to find that guy and I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah. So, so, um. be like, I bet you didn't strategize for this. It was it was really know. fun, but uh, yeah, I just I also are just, you guys like, all still really friends? Know what I was doing? Yes, it, it was a very like tame game. That's good. So yeah, I've definitely like played uh, other games that have ended a little bit nastier, right? And uh, yeah, we were all just like laughing and talking afterwards, so it was fine. Good, it was good. It was I'm great. I'm so glad. Even. Yeah. Proud of you. Yeah. So, Caitlin, if you're listening, I want to rematch because this time I'm going to know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to take her out. Yeah. It's going to happen. That's amazing. It's going to happen. <laughs> My, what about you? My second experience was uh, not as exciting as yours. Um, although the preamble was rather exciting because I, yeah, the preamble that came up to like actually playing the game. Okay. Because I was, number one, I don't own a copy of the game. I literally haven't played it since 
Yeah, a dozen years ago. Yeah. So I was reaching out to my friends to see if anyone had a copy and was willing to play with me. And I did get some responses. So that was good. And I had <laughs> I had planned planned a date to go over to my friend's house and uh, play with them. And I was really excited because I have been making a point to, like, spend more time with this friend um, because we don't spend a lot of time together. And we were both just like, we need to be better friends. So this was, like, the first uh, step towards that, I suppose. Nice. Um, and I told Keegan about it. And I was like, I have plans to go over to this person's house, and we're going to play Risk, and if you want to come too, that would be great. And he refused. He was what? like, he was like, I am not going to play Risk, because he, it's like what I was talking about earlier, how you can get competitive to the point where it's not fun. Yeah. Kind of like what happened with us when we were teenagers and some of us didn't talk for a week afterwards he (laughs) was like he was like that's me i'm gonna do that and i don't want to so i'm not going to play with you (laughs) (laughs) so i just accepted it and i was like okay i could fully understand that because i can be like that so yeah that's fine i just thought it was really funny i was just like this is my this is my person this is the person that i have like attached myself to for life and he refuses to play a board game with me (laughs) maybe that's the one thing that uh meatloaf wouldn't do when he was talking about that in his song oh man (laughs) i would do anything for love but i won't play risk (laughs) i gotta make a cover of that song now (laughs) i would do anything for love but i won't play risk it fits. It was pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so Keegan was out. And then I, unfortunately, was too ill to go over to the friend's house and oh, play no. Risk. <laughs> so that was a shame. So I was running out of options. I was running out of time. So I was like, hey, I bet there are online options. Ooh. And there are. There are lots. So I played Risk online. Like on the computer or on your phone? I did versions on the computer, but there are, um, like, mobile apps and games that are, like, not specifically Risk that are also Risk ripoffs. Mm-hmm. They're basically the same that you can play. Um, I did everything just on the desktop. I found that you can play the DOS version of Risk online. Are you playing with other people? No, that one was against compu- just against the computer because it's a DOS game. They didn't have yeah. like online playing. Okay, back then. So I did that, and then I also played an online version of this game called Conquer Club. It's just a Risk ripoff, um, and that one you can play against robots or you can play against real people as well. They have long games and short games, mm-hmm. and I guess it's a pretty active online community as well. Uh, oh, so that was. That was interesting to discover. However, the look of the game was not super great. It ran pretty smoothly. Um, however, it was just a pretty outdated look. Like, it could use some polishing. 
That's just my right. own per- personal opinion. The aesthetic <laughs> was not ideal, but it was fine. It ran fine. And then I played a third one that I don't remember, but that was also just like a risk, like classic game. And I was so bored. Oh, no. It was so boring because, like, yes, I had, like, online options to play with real humans, but I chose to just play with robots because I didn't really want to deal with other people, frankly. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't want to deal with other people. Yeah. And it turns out that it's really boring if you're not playing with people in real life. You just kind of sit there and you just wait for your turn. And I found that I didn't even notice or care when people were attacking my troops. Oh, no. Because it would just kind of happen. Yeah. And the dice would kind of roll automatically and it would just be like, oh, you lost. And it's just like, I don't, oh, did I, oh, I lost? Oh, okay, I guess, whatever. Because I was just bored and I was just like, I want to do something else. So it was bad. It was a bad experience. Well, kudos to you for playing three games. Oh, I didn't finish a full game of any of them. Really? Yeah. Because it was like all three of them were so boring. So I tried one and I would play that for like 20 minutes and then I'd be like, this sucks. I'm not having a good time. And then I would find, I'd find another one and then I would play that and I would play that one for like 30 minutes and I would also be having a really bad time. And then I found the third one and then I played that for another 30 minutes and then I was still having a really bad time and I was like, maybe this just sucks to play online. Yeah. I feel like part of the fun and frustration of the game comes from doing it with your friends in real life and like making those alliances. Yeah. And shit talking the other players and doing all of that like social interaction. Like you play board games to be social. They're not typically online games. It's something that you sit down with your real human body with other <laughs> real human people and you play with, right? Yeah. So that's my understanding. Just... <laughs> that's generally how board games work. And so I just didn't feel like this one translated to an online experience very well. Right. So unfortunately, I had just had like a really bad time playing and I feel kind of bad saying that. But at the same time, I was like, at least I'm not, you know, having a bad time with my friends. Yes. And maybe they would feel bad for, you know, me having a bad experience and maybe they would feel like it was their fault and then I would feel like it was my fault and there would just be like this weird cycle of guilt happening. I don't know. There were like, there were benefits and there were downfalls in playing by myself. Yeah. But overall, it was just really bad. I also got a lot of bad reactions from people when I told them that this was what I was doing this week. Really? Oh, yeah. I was telling people around me, I was just like, oh, I have to play Risk this week. And they were like, oh, no, really? That sucks. What? Well, from what I understand, a lot of them have similar experiences to our first one, which was that it was, like, really (laughs) dramatic or people took it too seriously and they just didn't have a really fun time with it. 
I think the answer to that is if you haven't played it as an adult, maybe you should try doing that. Yeah. With your adult friends who understand it's just a fucking game. (laughs) Maybe with a case of beer with you as well. Definitely with beer. Must have alcohol. Yeah. Um, I will say that even like playing with my friends, which was very fun, I did find that people's turns can be long, especially like closer to the end of the game, because there's no limit on how many times your troops can attack another yeah. territory. And yeah. um when you're doing that, you're concentrating um on your own stuff, so you're not really like interacting with people except for those who you are attacking and then like um when it's not your turn you're either like sitting there waiting to see if you need to defend or Mm -hmm. you're just like sitting there maybe talking maybe trying to be quiet so the other person can think but yeah it was not fully agree the most like high-paced game so not like super exciting um and then like, my experience the second time around at the end of the game when there was just two of us left, like, it was very clear on who was going to win. Yeah. So I didn't even, you know, I kind of put up a good fight just so that I could say I did. But honestly, like, after Caitlin took out our other friend, I was just like, well, fuck. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's it's been it a good run. Emma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> time to uh... throw in the towel. Yeah. Wave the Um, white flag. Yeah. So I could see, like, how, especially, like, when you don't have other people to interact with, it could be very boring. Yes. It's like, if it wasn't my turn, I didn't care. So then when it wasn't my turn, I didn't have anyone to, like, chat with. Yeah. So I just kind of sat there and waited for my turn again. Yeah. So I think that's why it was, like, very boring for me. I feel like maybe playing against the computer would be a good way to, like, um, practice your strategy if you were super into risk. Mm, Yes, definitely. Because you can't always find people that want to play with you. Yeah, because it can be a really long game, so that's a commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm very lucky that we have friends here in town that just really super enjoy board games. And Mm -hmm. they were, like, totally willing to, you know, throw down on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. And me as well. I was, like, very fortunate that I had a couple people reach out to be like, yes, I have this game and I will play it with you. Yeah. (laughs) Bless you (laughs) to those friends. And I'm sorry that we couldn't have this experience together. I don't, I don't know. I imagine that I would have had a, a slightly better time. But mm-hmm. I still don't know if it would have been, like, great just based on the game itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of those polarizing games to play, as you've so graciously demonstrated with your <laughs> reactions that you got. Um, I, I was, yeah, I wasn't super, I guess, like, public with my announcement because I knew, like, who to ask to play, and I figured that they would say yes if they weren't busy (laughs) nice so uh i didn't really get any like weird looks or groans or anything like that but yeah i did it uh (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> people have strong opinions about this game and like i get it yeah 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 i mean somebody is gonna win and everyone else is gonna lose like it's not just that somebody wins and like somebody comes in second and then somebody comes in third like there is one winner yeah. and everyone else is a loser <laughs> yeah i think that's why my favorite like strategy game right now is pandemic because it's a collaborative game mm-hmm. where it's all of the players against these viruses that are just spreading across the board doing their own thing. So it's not like there's a player controlling those. It's all of you working together to beat these viruses. Yeah. So you have to strategize as a team. So I really enjoy that. Uh, I have a great time. And it's like, it's very engaging because even when it's not your turn, you have to pay attention to what's happening Mm -hmm. to think about and plan like what you're going to do on your turn to whatever is going to benefit everyone as a whole. Yeah. So that is a great strategy game that I would highly <laughs> recommend to everyone. Pandemic is great. Same with Betrayal at House on the Hill. Uh, you just also have to be cautious that somebody's going to be a traitor and you don't know who that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I like that game because, like, the first half of it is pretty independent. You're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I do like that. I don't necessarily like collaborative games all the time Mm. um because i just like having my own strategy however terrible it may be because you want to win and yeah and then um (laughs) at the second half of the game if you're not the traitor then it turns into that like collaborative experience and then you get to strategize a bit more with people and that's very fun too yeah so yeah it's a great time well yeah i think it's time for the rubric I sure do. The risk brick. <laughs> Bad, but I went there. The rubrisk. Damn it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Let's bust out the rubrisk. Uh, fun factor. <laughs> fun factor. I, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't very fun. <laughs> I kind of had a bad time. I, it's, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I think that this is going to be like one of the lowest ones that I've ever rated, though. It's probably like a two. Wow. It's like a two troops out of ten. <laughs> That's very good. This is reminding me of our beer episode. Is it? Yeah, because in that episode, you went out with your friends to, like, these different breweries to try the beers, and all I did was just sit at home by myself. Oh, my God. This is totally the reverse of that. Yeah. Yeah. You went out and had fun with friends, and I sat at home alone and played with Played with a computer. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a pretty bad time. And, yeah, if I was playing with friends, I know that my rating would be higher, but... yeah. That would have just been because of the experience. I don't think it would have been because of the game. Yeah. Like, the game alone, I don't like. I've come to realize. So it's a two. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I think I'm going to give the game itself, like, a six. God. Um, Simply because, so like... I had super low expectations going into this. I think possibly the lowest of any episode we've done so far. 
Lower than Paul Blart Malkoff. Including Paul Blart Malkoff. (laughs) 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 Because, like, my my first experience with this game was so bad. It was worse than my first experience with Paul Blart Malkoff, so. Wow. Um, To any of you that are playing... The second impressions drinking game. <laughs> you have to drink every time we mention Paul Blart Malkop, so there you go. That was just like four drinks for Paul Blart Malkop. Oh wait, five. I mean it's at this point it's at least once an episode. That Definitely. We Paul Blart Malkop. It's just part of our uh brand? Yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's part of our brand. Pretty bad um, brand. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, okay. it's a six. <laughs> yeah, so I'd give the game a six um, simply because, like, I I did have a good time playing it. Like, not the best time. It's not the best game I've ever played in my life. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I've been missing out by not playing it all these years. Yeah. Um, and But the experience that I had playing it, you know, I'll give it, like, an eight. It was good. It was fun. I enjoyed playing it with friends. I enjoyed that we were all – kept it together and nobody got out of hand and travis and i like we have a history of just getting like way too competitive with each other to the point where we've had to like sit down and have talks where we're like we need to reel it in just between the two of us as like it makes everyone so uncomfortable (laughs) that we're like eat shit but i love you yeah yeah that's happened to me and keegan yeah a couple times as well yeah and uh so this, I think, may have been, like, our tamest gaming experience for, like, a game where you're, like, going head-to-head. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't think that Travis and I actively attacked one another because our troops were far away. So That's that probably, probably good helped. for you and your relationship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't actively attack each other. So I guess if I were to average out the two, I would give it seven troops out of ten. Amazing. Thank you. That's so much higher than what I rated it. It really is. But I think, like, with our beer episode, you had a much better time in the fun factor than I did. So I did. I feel like we should redo the sour experience for you. Yeah, and maybe we should redo the risk experience for you. (laughs) Maybe. I still don't think I should play with Keegan, though, because we might kill each other. That's fine. Um, I think risk is bad for one's relationship. Yeah. It's risky business. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Was it you, worth it? You could do better. I sh- We're moving past it. Was it worth it? Yes. Good. What about you? No. <laughs> it was not. I had a bad time. I would have rather just like played a different game yeah i don't know even if i was with people i would have rather played a different game like i felt bad that i was going to go over to my friend's house and like be really excited to see them and spend quality time with them and then play this game that i'm not excited to play like i would (laughs) have i would have like rather just played a different game with them yeah so maybe it's better that i just didn't have that experience with them at all because i would I mean, we're going to, like, rearrange another games night soon, and I don't want to play Risk with them. I want to play something else, so I'm going to. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Would you do it again? Uh, 
Yeah. I would do it again. The version that I bought actually came with like two or three other ways to play. There's like the secret mission risk, which I want to try. And then it came with two person risk, which I want to try with just Travis, but that could be dangerous. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think that maybe that was it. So I, I just. I mean, I think I think those. the secret mes- mission thing is a good idea, and I did. I was playing that for one of the versions that I did, and I liked it a lot more because it can make the game significantly shorter. Mm-hmm. It's just like claim this number of territories, and it doesn't matter where, and that's your winning conditions. Or it'll be nice. like claim an entire continent plus this many territories wherever, and that's your winning conditions. So, right. That's cool. Yeah, I think that that's a good way to play. Yeah, so I don't know when I'll play just like the regular Risk campaign again, but um, as we were playing this, my friend who was there was talking about how he owns the Risk Legacy game and he wants to play it, but he you need like a core group of people to play. Yep. And he just like hadn't found who that would be yet, so I would be interested in trying that game i think that could be very fun yeah yeah i agree i think that if i were to play it i would want it to be the legacy version because i heard great stories from keegan's group from when they were playing and just i think the experience as a whole is a lot richer and i don't know there's something that's really special about those legacy games Um, yeah but it is a big time commitment because you have to spend like multiple nights playing it yeah so if you can find a good group to do those games with, then yeah, definitely recommended. Plus, if mm-hmm. you got that group, then you're all pitching in to buy it, and then it doesn't cost that much. Yeah. So, yeah. So would you do it again? <laughs> no. Not just regular really? risk, I don't think. I don't <laughs> think so. Like, it's it's never going to be something that I want to do. It's never going to be my suggestion. Yeah. Someone's going to have to twist my arm if I'm going to play it. I'll just be like, no, let's play something else. <laughs> I got Pokemon Let's Go in the other room, so I'm going to be playing that after this podcast. And that's what I'm excited <laughs> to do. It's not a board game, but whatever. I don't care. Oh, boy. Well, at least it was an experience. Uh-huh. And you didn't have any sort of falling outs with anyone, so... I mean, I don't really like the robots that I played with. (laughs) Not talking to them? No. We're not on (laughs) speaking terms. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Well, what about you, dear listener? Are you on speaking terms with us? Because we haven't really heard from you. So if you're mad at us, let us know. promise we won't play Risk anymore. You can... Get Wait, at what? Us. We don't want the listeners to be mad at us. No, I know. We want them to make amends and talk to us. No, they love us. You guys love us. I know you do. Talk to us. Talk to us. Talk to us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Impressions Pod and also Facebook, Instagram, and Vero at Second Impressions Podcast. You can also email us suggestions for future episodes or, you know, comments, questions, whatever, to Second Impressions Podcast at gmail.com. Do you have another board game that you think we should try? We've played a lot, but, I mean, we're open. 
I do. I love the idea of playing board games for this show, and I would love to do another one. But yeah, I can't think of any others right now. So if there are any that you think would be good, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to Keegan for our artwork. And thank you for not ruining your relationship <laughs> with Danica over risk. <laughs> thank you to Travis for the music. And thank you for not actively attacking Emma during your game of risk. And we thanks to all of you, you for listening. We love you. We love you so much. So much. Read um, us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, and give us a follow on Spotify. And uh, also like our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Or follow us on Instagram. We're, we're, we're pretty everywhere. active on all of those. We want to see you. We want. Who are you? I want to see your beautiful know. faces. Yeah. okay now this is just getting weird i don't care the listeners like it when we're weird oh my name's emma my name's danica thank you for listening to this very special episode every episode is special what are you talking about oh boy bye bye see you next week bye (laughs) 